quick this morning with a big smile on my face. Cause I dreamed last night my Jaguars clawed their way through the AFC to first place. I got every single jersey, I watch every single game. I got a shiny season ticket now, so everybody at the stadium knows my name. Cause I'm a Jags fan and all I wanna do is win, 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 win. I'm a Jags fan and all I wanna do is win. I'm a Jags fan and all I wanna do is win, 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 win. I'm a Jags You can't tell me that that intro isn't fire. Come on now. You can't tell me. Hey, this is Andre Motri with the JJC Podcast. I have a special guest, Lee White with the Brit Jag Podcast. How are you today, sir? I'm really good, thank you. Uh, much better after yesterday's result. So, um, yeah, feeling quite positive for the year ahead. I agree. I agree. Um, I like what I saw, even though... Trevor Lawrence was playing against the twos. I did like what I saw. Definitely. Um, I think it's I think it's just what we've all been waiting for, even though it, it was just nice to see things click. Um, and like you say, it, it's, it's not like anyone's going to be getting too carried away with anything, but there was there were signs there that things are going in the right direction, which I think is what we're all waiting for. That's what we all want. So, yeah. It was refreshing. Yes. Um, from yesterday's game, did you see anyone else that might have stuck out to you? Um, I think from yesterday's game, um, was the real the real one was uh Cotton Juna, uh the wide receiver who had a couple of big uh big plays, uh big catches who hasn't necessarily been on on my radar, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say an awful lot throughout the preseason, but I felt like yesterday he really like kind of staked the claim and, and has now put himself in contention to, to make the final 53 or at least maybe, um, yeah, I, I think he's, he's, he's at least in the conversation now. So. Yes. That, that wide receiving core, it has a lot of depth to it. And, it's gonna I, I'm, tomorrow. I think at four p.m. is where they make the final cuts or whatnot. Urban Meyer is gonna have a headache on his hands because there was there is a lot of good receivers that we have on this roster. Absolutely, uh, for me, it's it's probably the strongest area of the team now. Um, and and that strange thing is, as a couple years back, it doesn't seem that long ago when. It was, especially if we took an injury or two, uh, there was no, there was nothing really backing it up, and and it was a, a it felt like almost like a weakness for the team. Um, but there's potentially some, I think, some really talented players that could end up getting cut and ending up on other teams. And for me, my my the player I really like, I really like Colin Johnson, and I really want to see a second year from him. And I think he offers something a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I've got concerns that he maybe may get lost amongst amongst the the talent because, like you say, there's, there's such depth there, and it's it's so hard to 
spectacle who's going to make it um and yeah it's just it it's is this real like when you other than our other than the starting three obviously in in chark uh visca and jones is any of the others could potentially make the ros the roster right and the crazy part about Colin Johnson, I remember Jimmy Smith saying he was the most talented wide receiver on our team. And as you stated, he could very well not even make this roster, which us, I think he will. He's too big, and he's he's big. He's a great red zone target if Urban Meyer decides to use him correctly. And now he now we actually have a quarterback that can throw the ball to the highest point. So Kyler Johnson can just jump and get it. So I, in my mind, I believe Urban Meyer has to be thinking about that. Like he has to. Yeah, you you think so because because he is like like I say he's, he's a little bit different. And I know Urban's game tends to be more about the speed and and fast paced and and obviously Colin doesn't he doesn't have that as I mean he's certainly not a slow player but he's not kind of in the leagues of Chark and and even like LaVisca and and, and those guys, he, he's not kind of up there with those those levels of speed. But as you said, if you high point a ball to him, there's there's not many DBs in the league that are him. Um and and that's gotta be that's gotta have some value. And and like I said, I, I really hope he makes it because he's a player I really like and I I, I'm expecting some good things, especially now. Now we've got Lawrence. Exactly, exactly. What are, What are your thoughts about the Gardner Minshew trade that happened this week or last week? Yeah, some. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of caught me a little bit off guard, really. Um, I know obviously it's been kind of that there's been talk about this a trade for for quite a while and and from what i remember the eagles were one of the first teams that were rumored to be interested in him um but to be honest with the at the stage we were at i was kind of at the point where i was just assuming he was going to make the roster and end up as a backup with nothing having been done um in regards to the trade itself um i uh, i'm I'm glad he's going. I'm, I'm glad he's got his trade, and he's. I, I think he's got a, a better shot of competing for the starting position at at, uh, at the Eagles. Um, I'd have probably like to see a little more value on the trade, um, a sixth, and I believe it's potentially um, a fifth, depending on how much he plays for them. Um, I would have. I would have liked to seen maybe a, at least up around on that. So maybe even a, a fifth potentially going up to fourth just because of his talent and the fact that he's costing them very, very little uh, salary wise. Um, I believe he is certainly a, a very good standard backup QB in the NFL and even potentially a kind of even a lower end starting QB who, mm-hmm. who can certainly put some points on the board and will get you some wins with a half decent roster. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be kind of top tier or, Taking the team to the the playoffs or or anything like that, but he's certainly a stopgap for a team that just needs a year or two until they until they find their their uh, franchise QB. Yes, I was kind of surprised that we got a six from him, <laughs> given that we drafted him in the sixth round. And 
I mean, he's not the the best in the world, but he's not six-round pick, in my opinion. I at least thought he was a fifth or a fourth. He's played well enough for that, at least. That's what I was thinking. And it just seemed like, me personally, when the writing was on the wall was CJ, when CJ Beathart was playing very well and was having very good, and he had a decent training camp, and Minshew wasn't doing pretty well in preseason, I was like, this could possibly be Minshew either, I can't see them cutting him, I can see them just getting him out the way because we just need a veteran quarterback behind Trevor Lawrence. But it was kind of sad to see him go for a six. Like, I thought he was better than that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that, that was the only real kind of downside. Because, like I said, I'm, I'm glad he's going somewhere that he's got a chance to compete. Because I'd have hate, I'd hate to see him go somewhere that he's just going to definitely sit and just to have to sit behind another QB and only ever get a quarter point if there's an injury or or anything like that. So I think I think he's genuinely going there and he's genuinely got a shot of of getting reps and and that that's good. But yeah, like I say, the only downside for me was that. And it's a shame because he really, he gave the franchise a bit of a, something to smile about really when when things haven't been, last, uh, kind of last two years or so. Well, obviously longer than that, but it, it's not been overly gr- easy being a Jags fan. It's There's been a lot of down and negative moments. And he gave us, he certainly gave us the, the kind of high points from the last two seasons especially like when you think about some of the plays he made and, and uh, yeah, so it is a shame and, but he, he's got to kind of move on and, and kind of try and build his career. And I think he will stay in the NFL and I think he will, he may potentially end up floating around as a backup QB, getting the odd starts, kind of like your Fitzpatrick, maybe even Teddy Bridgewater type player, mm, um, kind of that kind of situation. Um, just purely because he, there is talent there. Um, and like I say, he, he's not, he's never going to be a, a an elite QB or a, a kind of face of a franchise, but I, I think he will, he'll definitely be able to make a very good living and stay in the league for a, for a while. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Let's switch topics. Did the preseason change your expectations of what to expect from this team? Um, I don't think it changed them per se. I I felt really it was more of a reality check. I think not even not even necessarily for myself, but I think I think for, for the fan base as a whole. Obviously, with the excitement of everything that's going on, and I think people expected Trevor Lawrence to walk in and just kind of destroy any team that it came up against, and and <laughs> and obviously. It, it, and it's it's that that stage it's that stage now where the season where every every fan of every team thinks their team has got a shot, and and I, th- I think there was especially with Trevor Lawrence there was almost like a, an illusion that he was could be he was going to be unbeatable and unstoppable and 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 obviously there is still that he is going to get to that point. Well, he he's going to be probably the best QB that the Jags have ever had, and there's nothing to say he's not going to get to that stage, but. The first couple of games, I think, gave a little bit of a reality check that how 
different it is coming from college and it's going to take him time. He's not just going to step up and be winning games single-handedly from the first snap um, against against the Texans. And I think, yeah, so it was just to kind of bring us back to reality that he's, he's an exceptional talent, but he still needs time. He needs to, to learn the game and this is his rookie season. And yeah, we got, we got to be patient with him and, and uh, he needs as much help and support as he can get. I agree. It's, you know, what tripped me out was the national media when urban Meyer didn't declare him as the outright starter for the couple weeks early in the preseason. And my, my thing was, Everybody knew that Trevor Lawrence was going to be the starter. It was no quarterback competition. I think Urban was just letting him know, hey, don't take anything for granted, kid. I need you to keep working, stay on your game. Yeah, and I, I, I 100% agree. That's, that's what it was. Um, he didn't, even not, if it, even not necessarily for Trevor, I think for the locker room as a whole, I, I, never th- I don't think it's a good thing to ever have something just handed to a player just because mm-hmm. of their reputation. Um, I don't think that sets a good precedent um, uh, or a good word, work ethic because you've then got players that uh, potentially have been working themselves to the bone and just doing everything they can and someone turns up at the building and it's, it's handed to them straight away. And as you say, we, we all knew full well that the plan was for Trevor to be taking the first snap of the ball against the Texans week one. But it was the it was the own it was the fairest way to to do it and and to give the other QBs that shot to because let's face it, if if Trevor had been struggling and Minshew had absolutely shone throughout preseason and training camp, who knows that you can't we obviously we we can't say but Mm-hmm. Like that could have changed Urban's mind, and, and maybe he would have thought, Do you know what? Maybe Trevor does need to sit for a few, even for a few games, just to and just slowly introduce him to the NFL. But yeah, I, I just don't think it sets a good precedent to to hand something to a player. I think I think it's always got to be earned, and and Trevor's done that, especially when you look not necessarily at the games because it's obviously a very very limited uh, sample of his work. But from training camp, from what I've heard and from the media, he's absolutely outshone everyone else, the other three QBs. And yeah, from, from that alone, it, it, it wasn't in question. Okay. What free agent pickup will make the most impact this season that you believe? Free agent pickup, I think, for me, it's, it's probably going to be Griffin. And I, I think that's it's quite an obvious one. Um, and it's probably not the most exciting of picks. But last year, despite our struggles on offense, there were games we were scoring points. And our, we just couldn't stop anything on defense. And it was a young defense and inexperienced defense. And... Mm-hmm. I feel like we really missed uh, some more experienced heads on that field at times. And I think that's going to be essential, especially with, with Trevor coming into the league. Now we need a defense that can stop some drives. Cause especially during the, I mean, we gave up 
over 30 points for a majority of the weeks. I, I, I can't remember. I think it was only one or two weeks we didn't give it up for the whole season. Right. And and if you're going to give up 30 points a game, you're asking an awful lot of the offense to to get you many wins there. Like You can't expect that week in, week out for an offense to be scoring 30 plus points to even just be in a game um, and competing down to the, the final um the kind of two minute warning and even being in the game at that point, it was very rare. Um so yeah, I think I think defense needed that needs that experience. And I think Shaq Griffin is is gonna be big for us there. And I, I'm I'm excited because yeah, he he with him paired with CJ Henderson, I think it's potentially and Sidney Jones. I quite like that uh that cornerback room. And uh Obviously, Tyson Campbell with a rookie, and, and if he can get out there and get some reps, he he looks like a, a a talented player. I think he just needs to um, and learning with a player like Shaq Griffin. I think he's going to help these guys, especially like like CJ and uh, Tyson. I think he's going to help them and develop their games. So I, I think I think he'll 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 play a big part. I agree. Um, Griffin will really be important for us this year because. I don't think our defensive line is any good at this moment. Um, so I think it's going to be the secondary's job to at least hold enough so somebody can get back there. And Griffin, you, I think he's going to be taking the number ones. Um, just He's going to be taking the number one. CJ's probably going to take the two. I think that it should be Griffin is a pro bowler. He's proven himself, and he's a young corner as well. I think he was going to do a good job. And if he does a good job, hopefully it trickle downs to our defensive line because I, I, I that defensive line I'm not really sure about like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not confident in their ability to get to the quarterback. Yeah. What is, who do you believe will be the defensive and offensive MVP for this season? So on offense, I'm, I'm really, I'm really hoping it's, it's Trevor Lawrence. Cause obviously if he, if he goes and gets it, it's going to be massive. Cause it, it's going to mean we've had a, we've had a good year. And I think in some ways it's going to be swayed because in most of the in most of the MVP conversations, especially on obviously on offense, the quarterback is favored. Yes. Obviously, because it's such a pivotal role. It, I feel like if the QB has a good season, but a wide receiver has an amazing season, they're almost viewed on a on a level. Um, just because, like I say, just because the QB is so important. So. Yeah, I, I expect big things from him. Um, I'd love to see a good year out of DJ Chark, but purely because obviously with the contract year coming up, um, he he needs a big year. And now he's finally got that quarterback that that can get him the ball. Um, mm-hmm. So potentially DJ, um, maybe maybe James Robinson, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this year, because we're expecting. It, I think last year was such a pleasant surprise because we didn't expect anything from him really. 
he right. was relatively unknown going into well he was because we didn't have any preseason games to go off of week one we had we had a kind of we got rid of Fournette and we had this guy who we didn't even draft he was undrafted and he was our starting running back and absolutely well lit lit the league up and and deservedly got the the recognition well he made the top hundred players um and, and got the recognition and so that was great. So, I, but this year now, obviously going in, I don't know. Do other teams, the other teams, are a, a bit more prepared for him? Um, I don't. I don't know if that makes a difference. But again, I, I think he's he's definitely got the talent to be. And yeah, so on defense, um, yeah. So uh, as as you said, I, I I've got some kind of questions on on the defensive line. I really really want a big year from Josh Allen. Um, obviously struggled last year probably from a mixture of things obviously there were injuries and he is still only obviously a very young player and the loss of Calais and, and Yannick must have had an impact because obviously in his rookie year they were taking a lot of attention off of him and were allowing him right. to get home so I think this year I'd really love to see him step up and become a real dominant force on the defense. Because I think he's got the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is now his, he's t- needs to take over almost a, somewhat of a leadership role going into his third year. Obviously we've got, he's got chase on under his wing. And so, yeah, I'd love to see Josh Allen um, in regards to other players on defense, that candidates, as we mentioned before, Griffin, I think could potentially be big for us this year. Um, and Miles Jack, I think he's always going to be in the conversation just because of his talent. He's he's an exceptional player. Um, for me, one of the one of the best linebackers in the in the league. Um, I agree. So I think he's always going to be in the conversation and and going to be talked about as potential defensive MVP candidate. So those are probably my my selections. Um, only other one back on, back going back to O is I think Lavisca. Um, oh. I think he's a. I, I, it's hard to say because I don't. I don't feel like he is under the radar. People know him and know about him, but I don't think we've even seen the level of talent he can reach yet. Um, so it, yeah, I, I mean, it's been a big year from him as well, especially now with Trevor it's throwing throwing the ball to him and his versatility. I think Urban will really make the most of it. To me, he seems the best option to not fill the Etienne role, but but the, I think that a lot of the things they have planned for Etienne being running back slash wide receiver with with a bit of him mixing it up, he uh, for me the the next best player to fill that that role on the roster is Lavisca. So he may, he may see a lot more of the ball um, through being used in that in that role. I definitely agree with your take on LaVisca. Um, he is definitely going to be drafted in my fantasy league because I see the writing on the wall for him definitely when Travis went down. It's 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 on the right it's on the wall for him and I can see being that Trevor Lawrence is a young quarterback, he's going to be looking for that safety blanket. And LaVisca, he doesn't he doesn't drop too many passes. Last year, every time I saw him and he caught a pass, the drive 
the drives always ended up positive. So they just need to get keep giving him the ball. Just Absolutely. keep giving him the ball. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the thing. He he turns such even short short gains into much. I mean, we saw it against Dallas uh, last night. He is so elusive and so powerful, and he's so hard to stop. It's it's very very rare that he is ever just stopped at the first point of tackle. He's he's constantly kind of making extra yards after, and and I feel like that's such a big part of his game. And and again with a, with a rookie QB looking for the, the short dump offs and when there's nothing else on that that's that's going to be so valuable to Trevor just to be able to turn those short potential short yardage into much longer is is going to make his life a lot easier. So yeah, I think this is is going to be exceptional, and I think he'll continue to improve. And and like I said, I don't even think we've seen close to his top top level of talent yet. The Houston game is in what next week? Yeah, next week I believe. Um, I I'm not sure if if um Deshaun Watson is playing. Do you know anything if Deshaun Watson's playing or not? I'm not really sure. Uh, if I'm honest, I I don't. I'm not even sure how much uh, he's played preseason. I I believe he did take some snaps uh in the first preseason game. But I haven't been following it. Um, obviously, it is a it's a bit of a tricky situation there. We don't know. I don't even know, I don't even know if they know really what the situation is going to be. Um, uh-huh. From what I'm hearing, I, I believe it was last week. I I was hearing that Miami were a potential trade destination for him, but there was going to be a lot of kind of uh, the the contract that was going to be set in place had a lot of um, provisional rulings. And I think it was all depending on kind of the outcome of any cases that have been filed against him. So any trade sounds like it could potentially get a bit messy and complicated, um, which Mm -hmm. obviously may deter the Texans. Um, But from what it sounds like, it sounds like Deshaun still wants out. He still doesn't want to be part of the organization. So, then yeah, it's, and I don't think it's good for the, the roster as a whole to not even right. have any idea. And, and as far as I know, no announcements been made about their starting QB position. So, and and it's it's not like the the roster itself is full of uh, full of talent either. So exactly, it's yeah, it's it's going to be. I think it's going to be a tough year for them. Yeah, they play us week one. And I, I'm not really sure who their QB is. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, who is there? I know they drafted a QB in the third round, but I'm not really sure who's their starting QB. And with that, I, I think the Jaguars could win that game week one, and we could see a huge hype train coming like last year. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think I think it's when looking at the the when the, with the schedule was released, I don't think we could have asked for a better game to introduce Trevor to the NFL. Um, it, it should give him the opportunity to to really kind of make some plays and 
I hope I'd hope with like say our our defense now with the, with the additions we've made, we at no point he's chasing the game because I I don't think I mean I think the the other QB on their roster is is Tyrod Taylor obviously has NFL experience but to be kind of a he's still not a kind of the level of talent that overly concerns me. He mm-hmm. I don't feel like he's a player that's going to really. He he's another one of those players that's kind of a more of a stopgap QB uh, slash backup QB at, mm-hmm. at best, really. So, yeah, even even if he gets a nod with his experience, I it it doesn't worry me. And like I say, I I, I don't think maybe other than I don't know maybe the Jets. I, I still don't know what they're like, but I think if I could have picked us an opening game, maybe maybe I'd have, maybe I'd have put it in Jacksonville but I, I think I'd have gone with the Texans. I agree. And the Texans' defense is trash. Yeah. Um, and they're going to be able to stop our receivers. Trevor Lawrence has shown me enough that I, I, I think he can handle this. He's going to make his mistakes, but I think he can be able to handle this. And that's a great week one game. Absolutely, and and like you say, the the whole hype train. I mean, obviously, it's great for the fans, and it, it in let's say it's been so long since we've seen us win a win a competitive game. It'll be great to enjoy that. Um, but no, but for the for the roster as well, um, I think it would do. It's obviously in any sport, confidence is such a big factor, and there's no there'll be no better way than if, if Trevor can get a. A, couple, a nice couple of early touchdowns, uh, first quarter, second, uh, the first couple of quarters, just to really give him that. Yes, I I can do it in the NFL, and not not that I think at any moment he really ever doubts himself. But for a young QB coming into the league, it's it there's got to be an element of nerve nervous. I can't imagine there's not. Um, and and like I say, going up against the the Texans defense we saw last year, they will. They were one of the worst defenses we came up against, and I think he could potentially have such a good day, especially with the likes of Chark and Lavisca and and Marvin Jones. And I don't think that, I don't think even I don't think they can cover them, and they'll always be one of them open, and they're all capable of making big plays. So I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm I'm, I'm feeling very positive about it. Week one, what's your prediction for the score? Okay, uh, score. I'm going to go 31. 31 Jags. Uh, Texans. Maybe I'll have a score maybe and a couple of field goals. So maybe, I don't know, 10, 13. So I think a dominant win. Um, okay. Yeah, maybe maybe kind of similar similar kind of score to to the game last uh, last night. I think kind of Jags kind of low thirties, Texans kind of low 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 teens. Especially if um, Tyrod Taylor is out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he just he can't throw the ball down. The, he he. I don't know what it is with him. He just it's not a he doesn't toss the ball down the field. So. No. And and like I say, even even if Sean plays, I I just don't. If I'm perfectly honest, I I can't name too many 
big names on their roster or especially offense um, that are going to even cause us any massive problems. So I'm not, I'm not, I know, well, I know Chris Connolly's there now, so I'm guessing he'll, he'll get his touchdown against us just because that's, that's the kind of, that's the way things kind of go in the NFL. You seem to. Right. <laughs> um, so he, he can have his one uh, touchdown and they can get a couple of field goals and, and then like I say, Trevor can just get, get himself three or four touchdowns and uh, a Lambo Lambo field goal or two. <laughs> Last question. What do you believe the Jaguars record will be at the end of the season? Okay, so I'm... See, this is an opportunity for me to get carried away here. But um, no, I'm going to I'm going to try and stay as realistic as possible. Okay. So well, I'm going to I'm going to go. Well. I think, I think a seven and ten. I think that that would be a, that would be that would be a great mm. season for me. Going from one and one and fifteen to something like seven and ten. Um, I had a quick look through. I, th- I think we're capable of beating the Texans twice. Um, I think the Broncos are beatable. Bengals mm. also. Um, the and the Jets. So I think those are those are uh, as nailed on as a game can be in the NFL. Obviously, no game is ever nailed on. But if I had to to think, yes, okay, these are ones we can definitely win. A couple of others, I think Falcons. Um, they are. I think they're coming to the end of the kind of the roster they've got. I think there's there's a lot of uh, it's a transitional period for them. Um, obviously, getting Carl Pitts is is a big is a big plus. But obviously, uh, with Julio Jones into the Titans and Matt Ryan, obviously he's not he's not getting not getting any younger. So um, his I think his career is starting to wind down. I still think he's got a couple of years, and he's he's still a good QB. But I, I think that team is is beatable if we can play to the top of our game. Okay. And the other one, I think I'm I'm gonna say, I think we can win is the, is the Dolphins one, just purely because again there are. A very young roster, still in development. They got some. Don't They got some. They got some talent there. And again, we're we're going to have to be top of our top of our game to win it. But it that just could just be me being a, a UK Jags fan, being hopeful because that game's over here. So I'm just hoping to see us win. So <laughs> I hope we win that game. I really hope we do win that game. Seven and ten. That that's. Ooh. That's a good, if they went seven and ten, that is a great. That's a huge start. Yeah, and and like I say, there's a couple of games there. So I think, I think worst case, I think is we're definitely we're at four or five wins. Um, I don't. I I think we're more than capable of achieving those four or five wins. Um, mm-hmm. and like I say, if a couple of just a couple of other games, we're 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 top of our game. Maybe a couple of the teams have, have had a few, I don't know, a few injuries or players missing. Or they're just not quite at it that day. I think the, like I say, the the Falcons game and the Dolphins game are, are winnable. Um, I'd love, I'd love us to be able to get beat the Rams just purely because I I really don't want to see Jalen taunting us. Oh. <laughs> um, but I think that's going to be a tough game because the Rams the Rams are a very good side, and um, and in regards to divisional, I. We seem to be able to beat the Colts for what, for whatever reason. Um, with 
by the time we play them, I believe Carson Wentz will be back and mm-hmm. uh, playing for them. Um, but we seem to be able to beat them at least once a year. Um, so who knows? We might be able to pick up a win there. Titans is obviously the big one. Yeah. With, our, with what seems to be our run defense so far, maybe we finally cracked it. Maybe we can finally stop Derek Henry um, and force Tannehill to, to, to throw more. And, and, and maybe we can pick up a, a win a win against them, which, which would be great. Because obviously those are the games you really, like the divisional games are the ones that really matter. Like I said, I think Texans um, are going to finish bottom of the division. Um, but I certainly think we've got the potential to, to if we play to the top of our ability, the top of our talent, I think we can we can scrape a second. I, I think the Titans are going to be tough to catch, but I I think that I think the Colts might struggle this year just with with obviously Castle Wentz. He's a good QB, but with him potentially missing the beginning of the the season, it may it may take them a while to to adjust, and um, with that window that may just be enough for us to kind of get some wins together and, and stake a claim for second. And, and, and like I said, that, that may be me being unrealistic and overly um, optimistic, but I don't, I, I think there's talent there. There's no, the season hasn't started yet. And seven and 10 is a, a great start for Urban Meyer. And that, that would mean that the team is improving in my opinion. Um, I know the biggest part for me is seeing improvement from the first half to the second half of the season because I felt like last year they had a lot of optimism after the first win. And I don't know if it was just me, but I watched each week. It just seemed like the confidence of the team got lower and lower by by the end of the last year, you just kinda they were just kind of there mentally. That's how it looked. Yeah, and it did feel like that. Um, yeah, it felt like we were just kind of making up the numbers and and going into a bunch of the games. There was, especially even during the middle of the season, it wasn't even at the point where we were. It was kind of on the the last stretch. It almost felt like I was watching it just, but almost out of obligation. I I I didn't have a lot of hope for us to even be able to compete or to get points out of games. And some of those games were against teams that. We should have had a shot against, but yeah, you're right. Like I say, the players just seem to lose confidence, and I think the fan base lost a lot of confidence and just become a bit dismayed. I, mean, I think it, I think the decline really started. In, I think it was week three against the Dolphins. Because um, mm-hmm. obviously, week one, obviously we won against the Colts, it was great. Week two against the Titans pushed it right to the end. Um, we we're still in with a shot of winning it right down to the final play of the game. Uh, so that was that was still reason to be optimistic because obviously the Titans, as much as it pains me to say, they're, they're a good team and, and to really push them as, as hard as we did that, that looked. And, and for me at this point, I was thinking, okay, so we're not, we're not tanking and we're not going to be, we're, we're going to be competitive this year. And, and then, um, yeah, the Thursday, I think it was the Thursday night football against the Dolphins. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, we had to stay up early hours of the UK time. Um, it was like 1am or something, 2am and it was, it was painful. Um, and it was really built up and Minshew was, they were kind of building up the whole Minshew versus Fitzpatrick thing. And, and yeah, it was just, it was, it was painful. And, And from that week on, really, it just, 
yeah, it seemed to get worse and worse. And and obviously we had we had injury uh, injuries and we had problems with kickers and and on, especially on defense. I mean, at times our our defensive backfield just looked well. It was completely different. It was changing week on week, and yes. there were players changing around. And and obviously that's that's not a great recipe for success. You you don't build those partnerships and you don't get the experience and 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 just as it progressed like you said it just it just looked like a team that was beaten it didn't look like they wanted to lose um but it was almost like they didn't know how to win they just did it and they didn't believe that they could win um and it it was it was it was sad to see but it was it was just a tough it was a tough year for for everyone involved i think yes i i had i had to i had to compose after that season, um, that Thursday night game, I think you're right as far as it might have beaten the confidence out of them. Miami beat them. I, I mean, they beat them pretty good, and it was like they were close in every game, like you said. And after that game, I, I, I don't know. They beat the question in, in to them or something. <laughs> I yeah. don't know because. It pissed me off because I got my food, I got to sit down, had a long day at work. Sit down, I'm getting hyped. People texting me like, hey, I finally get to see your Jags on TV, man. La, la, la. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to beat the Dolphins tonight. They haven't, I don't think they had won a game yet. No, they hadn't. Um, yeah, they were 0-2. So I'm like, oh, we're going to beat. This is easy. And then after, and just watching the game, I'm just like, what uh, what what team is this that they just put out here? Yeah, and and like I say, it was Fitzpatrick. I mean, don't get me wrong, as as Fitzpatrick is is talented, but we we made him look a lot better than he actually is. He was he was dissecting that that our defense like like he was Tom Brady or something. Like he was like <laughs> it was it was unreal. Like a player, uh, our defense should have held, been able to hold up a bit better than they were. Um, and it was painful because I think they they ran away with it quite early on, and and they didn't look much of a way back really. Yeah, it really it really didn't. Um, thank you for coming on the podcast, man. I appreciate it. No worries, all. Thanks it for having me. Much. It's it's uh, I, I yeah, it's it's great, and I'd, I'd love to be able to speak to some uh, like US fans because uh, obviously I've got a lot of friends over here in the UK, and and talking to them about the Jags and stuff, but it's great to, to connect with uh, people on the other side of the, wo- the other side of the world. So, um, yeah, no, thanks very much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Listeners, when you get a chance, check out the Brit Jag podcast. The links will be in the description. When you get a chance, check out the website at www.jacksonvillejaguarscountry.com hashtag Jags Country on social media. Facebook, Jags Country. Merch is on spring. The links will be below. Have a good one.